0: This podcast was recorded live on March 18th at 10 p.m. Things may have changed since the time of this recording. Please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I am Samora, your host. And the fellows are here for another episode of SJH Man Cave. We are live on Facebook and looking forward to another fantastic conversation. You can follow our Facebook page at SJH Man Cave and our Facebook group at SJH Podcast Family to get notified when we're going live and engage in discussions we have throughout the week. You can see our videos on YouTube at SJH Man Cave. And with all that being said, let's dive right in. And I want to tell everybody up front. This is going to be a sports episode. It's been one of those days as far as sports news. So we're just going to get right into it from the very beginning. You know what? You know how we need to start?
1: And Jason, you just said it. We, we just talked about it literally right before we came on air. We need our wives to call the Bears management <laughs> staff because wives have an uncanny ability to get stuff from companies when they do us wrong. You know, they up there, if they get our orders wrong when we're eating or something like that, they'll call and get all types of free stuff for a year. You know, they'll get stuff that the company don't even sell. Like, you, like all of a sudden, how, how'd you get free free Swiffers for a year? This is a pizza joint. How'd you do that? Uh, you know, they just call and get all types of mess. So we need them to call Bears Management and get us a winning team. That's what we need.
0: We need something because this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand how you make these moves back to back and expect people to still have faith in your organizational skills. Jason, what was uh, your thoughts when you saw that Kyle Fuller was basically let go today for salary cap reasons?
2: I really don't know what y'all want me to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I messed around you, to put all. You this got all in. this bears gear on, bro. It, it you was an you accident came with an explanation. It was an accident.
2: <laughs> I got so many of these damn t-shirts. It's just, I, it, it just, it just was It just happened to be clean. <laughs> so it's my day off. Is what I've been wearing all day. Uh, what was my reaction? Well, the first thing was I had to. I first, my wife was the one that put me on. I, I tell everybody right now. I've really been trying not to pay attention to what's been going on with football. This is a time of year where I just get really annoyed and irritated. So all my opinions are always reserved to OTAs. Cause at least at that point, when the draft is over with all the other speculation of free agency and stuff, all that stuff is over with. And then you pretty much have a team that's solidified until you go into training camp. And then you could yell and scream about everything after that point. But to lose Kyle Fuller, And from what I understand, it was based upon, well, not even based upon, number one, it seems like Ryan Pace and the rest of Bears management seem to just be, I don't know, it's something about money that they don't understand, or maybe they don't understand or or they think about down the line. Because when they signed Robert Quinn, apparently the structure of his contract is what affected the fact that they couldn't extend an extension to Kyle Fuller. So you pick one of your best Pro Bowl players over a guy who ain't been good since he played with the Rams, which was maybe four or five years ago. He played in Dallas the year before last, and I guess he had a pretty good season. And the Bears went all in on him and paid him 60-some million dollars. And I'm assuming he has some pretty good guarantees and some upfront money, which pretty much put the Bears in the broke seat. And then what's really funny is is that you couldn't extend Kyle Fuller, but you went and picked up Andy Dalton for ten million. Crazy! Like, couldn't you have just gave that money to Kyle or something? That like you had three. And then what's what's funny
0: is is Kyle restructured his contract before is he Dalton, was released. Is Dalton even considered better than Trubisky? Like, I think that's seriously
2: questionable. From what I can see and from what I can tell, they're basically the
0: same player. (laughs) I I don't even think that's true. Because if I remember correctly, if you compare them from a win-loss standpoint, Trubisky wins out, doesn't he?
2: No, because Andy Dalton was a starter in Cincinnati for almost four, five years.
0: I mean the, the past, like, three years that Trubisky's been around. Well, number one, when it
2: came to Andy Dalton, when he got drafted by Cincinnati, he actually... He actually did pretty well. He did. You know, he actually took him to a few playoff games. They didn't win any of them, but. That feels way back in
0: the day right now. At that
2: point. But I mean, like I say, like anybody starting off, I mean, Andy Dalton is just another quarterback who's in the final years of his NFL career. It's the same thing like Nick Foles. Like basically you went and picked up the same players who are they're in their place in their careers right now, which basically reflect what Mitchell Trubisky was. Mediocre. Like, Andy wasn't. Andy wasn't strong enough to keep his starting position. That's why he ended up getting traded. Or well, they Cincinnati drafted for a brand new for quarterback out of out of out of college. They sent him on the way on his way. You know they they. I think Andy he didn't even get picked up by Dallas until later in the year after uh, Dak got hurt.
1: Cincinnati was smart. They realized they could not win with him. They realized. <laughs> You could get through some regular seasons, have some decent seasons, but you just could not win a playoff game. He went 0-4 in the playoffs. Had one of the worst quarterback ratings ever in the playoffs. He, he just couldn't win. They realized we're not going to win a Super Bowl with this guy, and we have, a, we have a position, we have a chance to get, what was it, Joe Burrow? So, of course, he was yep. on the outs. That was it. That was done. And they did what a smart team should do, and I don't recall Cincinnati being that smart of a team because, but they did something smart there, <laughs> which is get rid of, which is get rid of the old blood. That's just proven that they were not going to. Some people got it to go all the way. Some people don't, and I'm not saying people can't pick up that ability and have because he had a great season in 2015. He had a great season, and if he had stayed healthy that mm-hmm. year. They might have went far. He might have actually won a playoff game that year. I still don't think he'd have won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. that year, but they might have actually won a playoff game. But that was it. That was his best year. It went back downhill from there. He went on straight upside-down triangle. He went up, then he shot back down. And that's why he went <laughs> to another team, got traded, and that's why he he lost his starting job at that new team. He was done for.
0: You know what annoyed the shit out of me seeing Andy Dalton's press conference talking about culture. I've been talking for years about how Nick Foles has been trying to bring a championship culture to the Bears and has had so many struggles doing it. You can't be somebody who ain't even won a playoff game talking about you're going to bring some winning culture to the team. Get the fuck out of here, man. Stop it. First off, this is why Ryan Pace started Nick Foles. Nick Foles needs to be the starting QB. Ryan Pace started that mess.
1: And and quite honestly, if you've been at any company who who talks so heavily about culture, you realize that that company sucks for the most part because they spend so much time (laughs) talking about culture. Most times. You know that culture is not good. That should be a red flag for anybody. Who who's going obviously whoever the PR person is said, make sure you mention culture when you talk about you getting picked up by the bear. Make sure culture is one of the things because you you're ain't bringing about. no
0: real talent. So tell them culture. Exactly. Exactly. It's all mental. it replaces talent. Culture
1: <laughs> replaces talent and, and ability. Culture.
0: You throw that word in, you'll be good. For I'm telling you, the bears. Hey, it's not just that Andy Dalton does absolutely nothing for us. All right. Especially considering we already had Trubisky uh, and Nick on the team, but it's also how much I feel like we lost by letting go of Fuller. Like I felt like he was the rock. He was the rock in that secondary. He was the one that you could at least somewhat depend upon. And I feel like he, he deserved and had earned more than with the way that he was treated just now. Like, Hey, we decided we're done. Best of luck to you. Like he got two
2: extra years on, from when he was when they was actually going to dump him in the beginning, after his rookie contract mm-hmm. was up that last year. Yeah. His rookie contract, he played his ass off for a new contract, so he sure got him two did. extra years. He got him two years, but th- unfortunately, here's you, you can't thing, you though. can't be in the front office when they go to spending money. We
0: don't want to pay anybody. But how are thing. we ever going to win if we don't start paying, folks? Let, let me tell you why letting go of Fuller was actually
1: the the smart move by this by this Bears crew, right? That's why it's a smart move. Is because they have no intentions of going out and getting a decent corner to be on the other side. So here's what happens. Just like what happened this past year, they just going to throw a buster screen all the damn time, right? They just going to pick up <laughs> another buster screen. No one was going to throw it fuller. They was all going to throw to the other side, and they were going to get touchdowns, on that side, all game. So it makes it really worthless to have Fuller. You are just paying the money just so just so they can throw to the other side and still score. I mean, that's really what it was. If they have no intentions of bolstering the other side of that defense, then there's no point in having Fuller. You
2: might as well save the cap money at that point. That's why it just seems like a big dumpster fire at this point. I mean, there's no real recovery. What are you really expecting the Bears to do that's going to make a big push that's going to get them beyond what they are right now? They're
1: going to pick right up Gallagher. They, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they ain't got Man. nobody to throw him the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And, if, know, and if he
0: come here, that's going to be a damn mistake. Ju- Julian in the chat makes a good point. Julia says the Bears have always been a racist organization, and this is the reason why they're doing so poorly right now. And historically, I would agree with you, but I don't feel like that's the problem right here, right now. I mean, they did try to get Russell Wilson. They did try to bring in a couple of new pieces. I feel like the real problem is, and and I've mentioned this before, the Bears are one of the few organizations in football that do not have to win to get butts in the seats and convince people to put down their money. Mm. Chicago supports the Bears even when they're 2-14. and 14. They don't. It it just doesn't matter. The performance and the quality of what is on the field does not correlate to how much money people are willing to put into the team. Consequently, they know they can put out complete garbage, save money on the cap and still make money hand over fist from all the people like Jason who are going to buy Bears gear and rep the team no matter what. That's just a fact here. That is just a fact. Whereas other places, they got to actually earn that type of support. They don't have to do that here. And I feel like until they do, we're never going to get a Super Bowl team. They don't have to. They don't have to. What's the point? Or as long as we still have those same owners. First of all, I don't
2: appreciate you putting me on blast like that, number one. (laughs) I done gave both of y'all jerseys now. But those –
0: I done put put my stuff out there for y'all. Second of all – for those who can't see Jason right now, who might be listening on the uh podcast, he is wearing both a shirt and a bear's hat. Fully decked out. All right. Go ahead, brother.
2: Go ahead. Ain't all that dick. <laughs> all right. I just it, it was part of the conversation and I figured I whatever. And I I bought
0: it. Anyway. You some bear shir- shorts too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm newscastering it right now. I got my pajama pants on. And they're not bears pants. <laughs> anyway uh when it when it comes mm-hmm. to um uh, I don't know was like uh like they talk you, you talk like Julian like you mentioned like you were talking about the last three years, honestly, it feels like it's been longer than that I don't know how long ryan pace has been today i i I guess it's been about what about five six years five six, yeah sounds about right almost seven I yep. don't know i they were they were interesting moves like we talk we talk about Like you mentioned the fact that, you know, he tried to go out and get Russell Wilson and all this other stuff. Yeah, that's great and all that you try and do that now, now that it's an emergency situation. But you had plenty of opportunities to put quarterbacks in positions and you had plenty of opportunities to draft and get quarterbacks or anybody in this particular case. We ain't even going to just talk about it. We're not going to discuss just quarterbacks. You, You were building a team since you came in. And when John Fox was still the head coach, your, your guides on what this team was going to be was building for the future, playing and But that's, that's what he came in. And that was the whole that was the whole script. That was the whole title of his entire thing it's Like we're building for the future. We're bringing in youth. We're bringing in veterans to, to help guide this youth towards the Super Bowl is what we want to do. And John Fox wasn't part of that, but then, you know, you went in and you decided to fuck around and trade up in the draft, giving away draft picks to get Miss Trubisky, When there were plenty of other fucking quarterbacks in that draft <laughs> that were worthwhile or at least should have been looked at from a different, from, from somebody else's eyes. I don't know what the case may be. Man. I don't, I can't, I can't give credit to somebody who's trying to do something now, now that the fire is completely out of control. Oh, he the one firefighter who got that one smoldering stack down. Yeah, but the rest of the building is on fire. I don't think you could do it by yourself. So at this point, it kind of feels like, I don't know, it's not even building a resume or anything like that, because I don't see where he goes after this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see anybody hiring him. So at this point, it almost kind of seems like he's just all in on fuck it. You know, if if y'all gonna call me a complete fuck-up and I'm just gonna trash, I'm gonna trash the hell out this team. Let's go get Andy Dalton. Uh, let's drop now. Kyle Fuller. Uh, let's give fucking, let's give Robert Quinn this astronomical amount of money for no particular reason
0: who clearly hasn't showed up yet. This is the NFL. If there's one thing we know about the NFL is that there's always a job for these mediocre-ass white men who clearly have no Ooh. idea what they're doing. It won't be GM. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if they, I don't see why not, if they're mm-hmm. not GM or head coach, they get broadcasting jobs. Like people are always mm-hmm. willing to pretend that these guys know what they're doing. Even at time, at the time, at the time, again, they prove they can't even take a team to a winning season. Let a gnome win a playoff game, get deeper to the playoffs, get to a Super Bowl, forget all that. They can't even get a team to a winning season, and yet they are treated as these paragons of knowledge that everybody should be paying attention to. He'll absolutely get another job, don't matter how much criticism he gets. It won't be no written.
2: Maybe the Jets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Cincinnati or some shit like that. And he definitely still won't
2: be None of these other damn teams that's coming up. It's still a job. It's still a job. Thank you,
0: Hudson. Thank you. Well, you know,
1: here's what I'm really upset about, right, is that the the only reason he still has a job to this day in Chicago is because of people like Fuller, people like Hicks, you know, and it looks like Hicks might be on his way out to another another, another cap cash. I'm pretty sure
2: he'll request a trade.
1: Now, now look, here's the thing about Hicks. Mm -hmm. I agree with Hicks being on his way out. For the simple fact, he's on the he's he's getting injured more, he's getting hurt more, and and he's he's on the back end of his career right now. I get that, but here's here's you know to but right now you're dumping a bunch of players who helped keep you there. Like the only reason you have this shot this year is because of the play that these players were doing, and now you're about to sacrifice them. And and just and to blame Robert Quinn like for that to happen you blame Robert Quinn and what you paid him for the reason you couldn't keep Kyle <laughs> Fuller, right? So here's another here's <laughs> another thing that I hate is that we try to make other players who are getting their money the bad guys. I hate that. Like we place all this emphasis. They talk about how Tom Brady, uh, he he takes these pay cuts to make sure that they feel the winning team. Let me set these people straight. Tom Brady does not take a pay cut. Tom Brady restructures his contract, okay? Let me guarantee you something. The Patriots gave Tom Brady a bit fat check while Tom Brady was winning the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Guess what? They're going to give Tom Brady a bit fat check next year, too, and probably for the next 10, 15 years because he structured the contract so that they could just take a less of a salary cap hit. Okay, he didn't take a pay cut. He is getting his money, and all the rest of these players should get their money because they are putting their bodies on the line. So if you can get it, get it. And if you got a fool like Pace who will give you money for no good reason, take it. I ain't mad at you for it. Take it. <laughs> but what I I'm mad at Pace. That is my problem. What he's doing is sickening. And I don't like it. He doesn't know what he's
0: doing. Just like you said, just like you said, he don't know what he's doing. Going back to Brady. What nobody ever mentions either is that a guy like Brady has millions of dollars in endorsements that have nothing to do with the salary he gets from football. And Brady understands I'm getting these endorsements because of my play on the field. Yes. So I need to keep winning if I want these yes. endorsements to keep rolling in. So even if he did take a pay cut, he knows I'm going to make three times that off the football field. Whereas the other Joe Schmo or somebody who's famous for defense, which is not nearly as marketable, the money he makes is from football. Period. So that man needs to demand his pay. He needs to be get every sit he can, because that's the only cent he's giving. They they never mention that the media, when they talk about these contract negotiations, it's always from the standpoint of what's going to help the team, even though it's clear the team does not give a damn about these players. Absolutely but going back to pace, Alex Burns put in the chat and he's just destroying my soul. He said the Jets look better than us going into the new season. I'm not there yet. All right. And (laughs) shame on you for cussing at me like that. I'm not there yet. We ain't that damn bad, but it seems like we're heading in that direction. I mean, who knows what other moves they plan to make. And my question is, we, we remember that conference they had when it was announced that pace and Nagy were going to be able to keep their jobs. And they did not make the announcement like there was going to be a huge blow up and a rebuild and that we were years away from competing. It was presented to us as, hey, there's a nice nucleus here. These people really are going to be able to compete and we just need to keep this thing together and keep it going. And then you're going to have the kind of production that you all are looking for. This looks like a rebuild to me. I I don't even know why they're keeping Mac. This, to me, looks like, hey, we've just decided to blow the whole thing up and start over from scratch, which what? if you're doing that, fine, but can you be upfront about it and stop telling me these are moves to, that we're making in order to win? Because they're not. They're not going to help us win. They're not Don't considering lie
1: to a rebuild. Here's what I think they're going to try to do. They're, they're gathering yeah. up this cap money to try to get a couple of what they consider to be offensive weapons to go on that side. And that, that's what they're, that's what they're trying to do. It looks like to me, they're, they're, they're gathering this money and they, they still probably have one more huge, dumb, dumb ass move in their arsenal. That's coming with that money. <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be an unusual amount of money and payment because they overpay for something every year and they are about to do it. Now they're going to overpay for something We're going to think it's totally stupid. We're going to be right back to square one. But here's the real scary part. This is the most scary part. If you think back on that press conference at the end of the year, right, one of the reasons that that they gave for keeping pace on was their ability to manage the COVID situation, right? So what's scary to me in these moves that they're making is that it's clear to me they're going to try to keep pace and Nagy through this salary cap situation and how they managed this mm-hmm. salary cap when they when they made the salary cap uh, smaller than normal. That's the scary part. It looks like we're on a ride for, for Pace and Nagy again the following
0: season is what it looks like to me. Absolutely. Absolutely I feel that way. And, bro, I absolutely agree. They plan to overpay for someone, and I'm like, who? Who could you possibly be making these moves to appease? Like Jerry Jones is getting a bunch of heat because people are saying that he overpaid for Dak Prescott. But to me, that makes complete sense. Like they have they have Super Bowl aspirations that they can possibly reach with Dak Prescott as a quarterback. It makes complete sense to say, you know what, let me just go ahead and satisfy this dude. And keep him on the team so that we can get some stability at the position and be able to move forward and hopefully get the kind of wins I want to see. That makes sense. What kind of move do the Bears have where where that's going to happen? None. None. We've got too many holes. We are not close to being a championship team. We're really not close to being able to beat the Packers as long as Aaron Rodgers stays, sticks around. Mm. Let me ask so you. I'm like, what are you doing?
1: Let me ask you what What do y'all think of the? I mean, I got a sharp opinion about Allen Robinson that I that I don't think is going to be a popular opinion among Bears fans. What do y'all think of the Allen Robinson hmm. situation?
0: He won't be here too much longer. They just put him off – They just franchised him. Yeah, and they're going to they? trade him. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, they just gave him the franchise hey. tag
2: and then they go trade him. <laughs> I Do mean, it's, it's just it's just more part the of the dumpster five. Wants. Come on, man. Do you
1: think he deserves? Yes, money he of course he does.
2: Yes, wow. he's, yes. Been, he's been the only what thousand yard receiver on the Bears since what? Brandon Marshall.
0: He's and the only fucking... th- <laughs> he, He's the only thousand yard receiver we have. There's not another guy on the market who can equal up to what he has to offer, and he's good enough that you can't feel confident. I mean, on the market, like available, like the Bears could just pick him up. I'm not saying he's the best of the best, but I'm saying as far as what we have available to us, he's probably the best. And he's good enough that you can't say, oh, well, we could just grab somebody who's just like him. Like you, you can't. You can't be guaranteed that you're going to be able to develop a prospect that'll give you what he's able to give you. Like And, and just and just flat out, we, it's already been proven time and time again, we are a horrible organization when it comes to quarterbacks. We chew up quarterbacks and spit them out, and then they go do much better in other places. And I feel like part of that is very rarely do we give these quarterbacks a real wide receiver that they can depend upon. And on some level, most quarterbacks need that guy. Most quarterbacks, you can't just put any old guy with them and they'll just excel. You need somebody you could depend upon. So, yeah, pay the man. Pay the man to well, keep him. Okay.
1: So, so what I'm hearing, right? Uh, uh, I'm hearing he's asking him and his agent are asking for top five receiver money. I mean, do you all think. Allen Robinson? He, yeah. Do you all hmm. think he deserves top
0: five Hell receiver no. money on an eight and eight? Hell fly? no. <laughs> See, that, he's, doing, he's doing He's doing the same thing Dak Prescott did. He's doing the same thing Dak Prescott did. Dak was like, I've proven myself with Cowboys fans. You need a quarterback who can actually win a Super Bowl. I'm going to demand you pay me more than what I'm actually worth. And if you won't pay me, then I'm a Jet. And J- at the end of the day, Jerry Jones blinked. And I think Allen Robinson is basically saying – I'm the hottest ticket in town as far as an, from an offensive standpoint. Either you're going to pay me or I'm going to just go somewhere else. And honestly, I feel like the Bears are either going to have to blink or they're going to have to trade them. I think it's probably a smart move on his part. Because at the end of the day, as a wide receiver, do you really want to be stuck in a place where your stats are going to be damaged? He is not going to be able to put up the kind of numbers that he wants to as long as he stays in Chicago. So he's like, all right, if I'm going to stay here, you got to pay me. Otherwise, I'm going to go somewhere with a real QB that's actually going to give me the ball.
2: After a while, most motherfuckers just want to fuck around and win. It ain't always just about money with a lot of people when it comes to that, too. I mean, Allen Robinson, I, I think he's been in the league long enough, or at least I believe he's young enough where he's not at the point where he's like, you know, like, you know, fuck the money or anything like that. Because, you know, I mean, when he was in Jacksonville, I think he did pretty well. And then he had that one season where he was out with the ACL and then came to the Bears. I think he's a true grit player. I think he's a, a his nose in the dirt type of dude. I think he grinds for the work that he does. That's much. That's what I appreciate about the fact that how he approaches the game. He works hard. And it does, I don't really think it matters what kind of quarterback that you put with him and whatnot because I think he's somebody that a quarterback can be dependent on. Not to be that guy that's going to streak down the field and catch touchdowns and stuff all the time, but he'll be that guy who will get the hard yards that you need to get. That I do respect about his game. He ain't scared to take a hit. He ain't scared to give one. He ain't scared to block. He kind of reminds me of Hines Ward in certain, in certain highlights. Mm-hmm. I give him that. I think he's a team type of player, but at the same time, I think you have to respect the fact, or at some point in time when you're an organization, you have to respect that player the same way Pittsburgh respected Hines Ward. I mean, he retired a Pittsburgh Steelers. There was no way he was going anywhere else. And he wasn't a thousand-yard guy every year. He wasn't catching all the touchdowns and stuff, but he was the guy that his quarterback could depend on. And he had several quarterbacks before before Ben Roethlisberger got there and he retired. He had a few different quarterbacks, and he worked his ass off. So I like Allen Robinson for the type of player that he is, and I think, quite honestly, he kind of exudes what most people think a Chicago player should be. Somebody who who get in there and will fight for every yard, will fight for the touchdown, and fight for, for fight to just make get that win. But oh. after a while, when you just getting be completely disrespected and there's no money being considered at this point. I mean, you got to think about your livelihood. You got to mm-hmm. think about the fact that you got your life, your 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 health and stuff is being put on the line. Being that person that wants to fight for every yard, because I mean, hell, he, he he was out with ACL, and that's why Jaguars you know dropped him. So, you know, you got to think about your security at a certain point in time, too. So, you know, I mean, do I think he top five player, top five wide receiver money? Top
0: five all time.
2: I, uh, <laughs> I'm a, that's a stretch. But I'll, I'll give you I'll give you top 10. I'll say that.
1: Here's what I think. Right. I think he's not a I, I think he's in that awkward position where I think he's He's a dominant, he's a dominant number two receiver, but not quite a great number one receiver, right? I think you bring in a, a true number one receiver, and I think he overtakes that spot from Robinson. And and, and Robinson's in that awkward phase right now. He has to get big money right now, because after this year, it's going to be t- much tougher for him to get that big money contract because he's getting older and he's about he's hitting that crust where players want that four or five year contract for that big money and he's on a team that's eight and eight it's tough to be the the best player on an eight and eight team you're the best player on a bad team so how it's it's tough to get that money it's like zach levine on the on the bulls he's a great player but he's again one of those players where he's a great second option but he's not quite there as a first option where he takes over the game and you can depend on him at the end. And it's tough. It's tough to, like, it's tough to gauge and figure that out and say, am I really overpaying him? Am I super overpaying him? What, what is he worth? And, and in this salary cap situation and in this whole thing, I mean, what do you do? If you're the Bears, it's tough.
0: I agree with everything you're saying, but I still say Robbins is making the right move. Closed mouths don't get fed. And at the end of the day, your career is going to spiral down the drain if you stay with the Bears. We are not going to have a quality QB for some time to come. You may not even get somebody who could deliver the ball enough for you to get 100 catches in 1,000 yards and keep up your stats the way you want to. So you need to get paid now. Right here, right now is the time when you need to get paid. Either you stay on the Bears and they're going to pay you the way you want to be paid, or you go to another team accept less money, but you know that your stats are going to be on point because they have a quality QB. And at the end of the day, he's seen how other people who are on the Bears got treated. Alex Burns was in the chat and made a great point, one that I've made multiple times on this show, that the Bears should have kept who's Adrian Amos that our, sec- our safety situation was trash. once he left. He should have been signed. Well, and that goes won-
2: that's a call back to the mismanaging money because
0: they didn't have money to pay him. They didn't have the money to pay him what they he deserved. Made, they could have made it work. They could have made it work. They didn't want to make it work. They didn't want to have to pay the man, period, straight up, just like they don't want to have to pay anybody now. I agree with Hudson. They're probably just franchising Robinson so they could trade him. They have no intention of paying that man, even if he had more reasonable a more reasonable ask as far as how much he wanted. I don't know why they were trying to trade for Russell. You don't want to pay Russell the type of money he's looking to make. Like it, it's all it's all fluff to me. Isn't Galladay in the same the predicament contract, right now? Care
1: Isn't Galladay in that same who? predicament that the Galladay that we met with? I think he's in that same predicament, and mm-hmm. I think Robinson's going to have to think about that because. This is a bad year to go for that money because a lot of teams are trying to trim trim a lot because of this salary cap. So
0: this is a tough year to go for that money. So I don't know. I don't think it is, though. I don't think it is because at the end of the day, they've already franchised him. So no matter what, he's getting his $18 million. So even if it turns out he can't get the kind of tra- contract he wants, well, fine, I'll just play out on this franchise um, tag. And then next year, I'll get the money that I'm looking for. Yeah, but like you so said, you go for it now. might
1: not have any anybody to throw on the ball. Just like you said, <laughs> his stats might go way down.
0: <laughs> and, and if the Bears are really ornery,
1: right? If the Bears are really ornery, right. what if they go ahead and, and suggest to, to Dalton or whoever goes in, eh, why don't you just throw that ball a little bit more to uh, Mooney? why don't you uh try try to get miller involved more
0: (laughs) look at the end of the day i think we're to the point that the mismanagement and poor and poor coaching is at a level where it almost doesn't even reflect on the players anymore like fuller didn't have a great year last year and yet he's already about to get picked up and get another job he's still a fucking pole bowler I don't give
2: a fuck. I give a All damn. Right. He ain't catch one goddamn interception last year. That that shit is ridiculous. That you don't pay that man. He was he mm-hmm. was a lockdown corner. Yeah, he gave up a couple of any quarterback, any corner and whatnot is gonna give up a couple. Yeah. But you don't you don't have anybody else that was dependable like him. Not even your rookie. Your rookie nope. Jalen Johnson. Like he was cool, but he couldn't even stay healthy the whole year. Nope. So you still got to think about that. Like what's that looking like going into the year? You you signed you 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 resign Dion Bush. <laughs> you fucking re-signed his ass and shit I mean goddamn! I guess he's gonna end up being your starter That's a, now that fucking Kyle Fuller's gone cause you only got so many choices when, when it comes out here cause you don't you don't have any money for free agency let's just get that out the way when it comes to picking up people you have you have no currency the only thing you got are your draft picks at this point and don't nobody want them
0: Absolutely. Ain't nobody not.
2: looking to trade with you at this point. And, 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 it's, and it's pretty obvious, especially if that report is true about what they tried to give uh Seattle for Russell. They tried they to, get to that give that motherfucker give three goddamn three first the, round draft picks and what, two, three different players? The kitchen sink,
0: bro. <laughs> we was about to dump
2: everybody. Sprint. We was about to dump everything over the
0: the next four years of the Chicago Bears was going in the trade for Russell Russell. Russell and Russell. And again, it goes back to what I was saying. They know they don't have to win. They just need a couple of players on the team that keep butts in the seats. They don't have to win because people are going to pay regardless. So they're like, hey, we got Russell Wilson. We'll spend the next four years saying, well, hey, we've got this quarterback. What more y'all want? Come on, y'all. Buy some more beer. Buy some more gear. Come to the stadium. Like That's what happened they, when they, they, they got they, Jay they, Cutler. There's nothing forcing them. That's what Come on they got Jay
1: Cutler. <laughs> Come on hey, now. And their defense. Cutler did get him to an NFC championship, so Cutler did did get him there. You know, he just got got yeah. hurt, hurt his toe or whatever the fuck he hurt, and, you know, looked like he didn't yeah. care at that point. But,
0: <laughs> you know, he did get him there. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Uh, but since we're on the subject of free agency and it being done poorly – Let's talk about it being done well, namely the New England Patriots, who who looks like Belichick was really upset about how last year went and has decided now is the time. I I Honestly, I was shocked when New England picked Cam Newton back up. They re-signed him? Yeah, I was sure he was going to have to look for another team. Like, there were interviews with him, and he wasn't sure if they would take him back. But then I saw not only did they take him back, they're like, okay, let's put some real pieces around you. Because I did feel like what happened to him last season wasn't fair. He just got to get like, healthy. That's
2: all that he's is. He's got to be healthy, yeah. but he
0: also needs some actual weapons. He needs some He needs some people around. He's not Tom Brady. Like, let's just say that flat out. He's not Tom Brady. He's not somebody who could just get the ball to any old person. You need. He needs a couple of fellas out there who actually know what they're doing. And I feel like New England now with these tight ends has been saying, okay, we're going to put those pieces out there for you. We, we, we've done our job and we re-signed you. Now you got to produce. Now it's all on Cam. And I'm just really, really happy to see him get this opportunity because I felt like he was done so horribly by the, by the Panthers. So to see New England being willing to put him in this position where he could really succeed. And honestly, when I look at it, I feel like they're a playoff team. I feel like he's going to have an opportunity to compete for real. So,
2: I tell you what, they division it wasn't going to be nasty because <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo then came up, and Miami ain't too far behind. Only, no. only only thing dragging that division down is the Jets right now. And <laughs> I mean, at this point, <laughs> kid, it's only so hard you can hit the bottom. I mean, they got to start going. <laughs> they got to start trending up eventually. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey. Say,
2: at some point, in time that division will be very pretty damn uh, 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 com- competitive. I think
1: think New England didn't have much choice. With all the quarterback crap going around, A, you don't know what's real and what isn't. Mm -hmm. Clearly, Russell Wilson leaving was not real. That was not real. Russell Wilson just wanted more money, and somehow he probably achieved it in the restructuring that they're talking about right now currently between him and the Seahawks. So I don't think him leaving was real. We live in a time where a player can put something on Twitter and start this whole bit buzz and get everybody shitting in their pants. And I think that's what he did. But, um, but with, with Cam Newton, right. We got to remember Belichick ain't had a quarterback and coached a quarterback like Cam Newton for 15 years. I mean, he ain't had a, he ain't had a quarterback like that. So they, you knew they needed a year to, to get some of these kinks and figure out how to work and talk with each other. Secondly, they could keep him off a of cheap because he had a lousy year last year. You know, they, they didn't have to pay him Cam Newton, Panthers undefeated record money. <laughs> you know, they could still pay him. Cam Newton got hurt for a season and couldn't play money. They could still pay him that money and right. still bring him. And now they know each other better. They get some more weapons for him. I think it's going to be a big year for him.
2: Definitely going to be interesting to watch. I don't think we got to pay the Patriots this year, do we? I got to check the schedule and see. I hope not. I certainly hope not. No. That could be ugly. Come that on, it's the be
1: Bears. Angry, I yeah. don't want to play any team right now this year. With the
0: set the Jets, they can put the Jets on all sixteen weeks. I'll be good. No, <laughs> no, because we'll, we'll, lose,
2: we'll lose eight of them. Yeah.
0: Wait until they get into
1: their draft on, and get their new we're franchise not that bad. quarterback.
2: <laughs> right they they about to end up with no they're not getting Trevor because they didn't they, they didn't get the first pick in the draft right it's the Jaguars that got the first pick I think so right I think yeah, yeah. Jets fucked around and won like three games and shit so they lost that second <laughs> round draft so they, they going after whoever so the pissed. second best <laughs>
0: <laughs> right <laughs> what, what you winning these games for we need Trevor no, doc. people were so pissed they playing football um, they're to play right but yeah I I'll be honest. I haven't rooted for the uh, Patriots since Brady has come on. I, I was I was rooting for them that first season because it was all new, and then after that, I was like, "Come on, y'all, <laughs> I'm done with this." Oh, but by saying <laughs> speaking
2: of Tampa Bay, you, you shit, they still gonna be a problem because they done re-signed yeah. all their people. <laughs> I said, yep, that motherfucker's on stage. You ain't fuck going nowhere. You ain't fuck <laughs> going nowhere. No, <laughs> the fuck well, wouldn't.
0: <laughs> when you at the parade, then you get back out on this field next year. <laughs>
2: all right, we when I know. saw Levante we, David, I'm like, Levante David about to be a free agent? I'm like, we <laughs> should. Oh, they re-signed him. Never
0: mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, let's do this whole thing over again, y'all. Let's do it all over again. Ooh, Shaq
2: Barrett available. Uh, oh, nope. Never mind. They re-signed him. <laughs> never mind. All right. Kenny D- no. Oh, no, no. Nope, nope. They got him too. Never mind. All right.
0: So... I did want to get into uh, one last uh, topic before we close out things for the evening. Um, Watson, Deshaun Watson, ooh, that boy got he's, some in, ooh, he's in quite a bit of trouble. It's now what? It's now three civil cases that have been brought against him for sexual harassment. And according to the lawyer, who I guess is filing all of them, he says that there are nine women total, and they just haven't brought out the rest of the cases yet. And it's all of a similar type, basically saying that he went to go get a massage and exposed them himself, demanded a sexual service of some sort, and the woman was um, unwilling to provide said service and believe that there was either harassment on his part or inappropriate touching on his part. And yeah, they're all suing. Now he's already come out on Twitter publicly and said that this is all nonsense. And he said the lawyer has attempted to secure a a six-figure settlement from him to make this all go away, which he refused to do. He was like, no, I'll see you in court. Uh, Hmm. I don't think we have enough information to make a, uh, you know, any sort of determination about his, his guilt or his innocence, but I am just going to say offhand when he says that a six figure settlement was offered to him in order to make this all go away. I don't agree with you. I I don't believe that. I don't believe that because this lawyer has nine women. All right. Nine women who are apparently are all willing to come out publicly and say that this man harassed them and verbally tried to force them into doing sexual acts that they were unwilling to do. You settle that for millions. As a lawyer, you're asking for millions. You're not going to ask for, no, six, seven hundred thousand dollars from from Deshaun Watson. Like, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. But what that doesn't necessarily mean that what they're saying is true and that he's actually guilty of it. So reading, reading
2: the news right here, it says there are three civil cases and nine total cases. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it hasn't been verified on those six other cases, whether they're civil or federal at Mm -hmm. this point or criminal, that is Uh, the police are not making any comments about it. They're not saying whether or not they're investigating, anything like that. So we literally have no <laughs> information about anything because ain't nobody said
0: nothing about anything. Does he get out of this? Because this is, I, you know, no, Ooh. this is not like the uh Patriots owner. He only had one person, right? Yeah. And, and they ran up in there while he was there. Well, he was, it wasn't like any other them accused him of rape. He was so it's not. He the same. was in a whorehouse. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> he got caught in the bordello. Is it? That's where he got right. caught. This right. is this is this seems a little different. What this is, yeah, is. from what from what I can tell, and for, at least from what the one case is, these seem to be one-on-one situations in places that is weird because the one the, there's one case, the one civil case is the, the the young lady saying that he she was hired and she was in an office building where they where, where he after she came in and he had the towel on him and whatnot. He was laying on his stomach. And then that's when stuff started to kick off after once she got started to work. So what I find funny about this whole thing, number one, all three of these cases are involving massage therapists. Now, it's not confirmed on the other two, but with this one saying like these one on one situations. Number one, as a football player, anybody who makes anywhere around six figures or just millions and millions of fucking dollars. Why are you anywhere alone with a woman? By yourself,
0: you. with you.
2: nothing recording, no witnesses, nothing going on, and then you know what I'm saying so anything could happen at that point, and that, and that's not to say that he did anything wrong, and it's not to say that he didn't, because he right. could, he could be setting it up for him so he could do it, or he you know he's just stupid and just like hey, I'm gonna just get me a massage in this building by myself with the girl, and <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just gonna be what it is. So I find all that kind of funky. Uh, I find it interesting that apparently his victims of choice per se, not, not, not per se, that alleged victims victims seem to all be massage, massage therapists. So like, this is the lane that he chose is where, how he's going to kick this off. So my thing is, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, you, you, you have to have these circles. They have to be people out here who service, these type of dudes. If that's what you into, dude, that's what you pay for. Don't, don't go get some random chick from massage therapy place and have her come over try and get her to touch. No, dog. The NFL got plenty of these people who will come out and help you out. They will come You're to your to home. you trying
0: to convince her to do it.
2: You trying to convince her, right. hey? Like, why don't you do this for me, like, bro? <laughs> at one point, like the girl makes statements where she, where, they, where, like, I, I can make your your life and your career hard. How do you make a massage therapist career hard? What do you, <laughs> wh- what, kind of threat is that? Uh, you won't get the massage, nobody. If if you leave it up, to my word, get you down. You won't get no. You won't get no clients. Like, wait, is this true? Like, just in them <laughs> statements, I, I find that. It's, it's not supposed to be funny, but it's kind of funny that you threaten a massage therapist's career. <laughs> it almost I seems mean, like a side job that. anyway.
1: Here's, here's the thing about that. If you at the level where you you giving a massage to Deshaun Watson, that's not a side hustle. You are massaging right. people professionally, and you are probably it's giving massages to a lot of other football players in the league. So Baker. if he makes that Green, kind of man. a threat, yes, he probably can ruin her career. Because he could go along Absolutely. and say, Hey, she a whistleblower. Uh, you don't want and she'll accuse you of shit, you don't want to be a part of it. Hey, fellas, yeah. she don't play ball. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, so hey, but instead like of just Jason, saying,
2: Hey, you know, she ain't one of them. But Jason, mm-hmm.
1: just like you said, if I'm if I'm Deshaun Watson or anybody for that matter, that's got millions of dollars. I'm I'm not doing it. If you are not a, a person, a, a sports therapist that is assigned by the team in our sports facilities with all the cameras that come with that sports facility, you are not touching my going. body. You it that is not going. happening.
0: So, so I don't agree with that. He's a he's a sing, isn't he single? He's not married. Like even worse. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's a single guy at the end of the day. Like, come on now. <laughs> if you are if you are <laughs> trying to get
1: romantic things going, then get a date. Then get a get an actual date. Meet somebody on on one of these apps if you need to. Get an actual date. Go out to dinner. Have actual dinner and do that. But but don't don't get a massage but- therapist and then try to try to turn over with your towel off.
0: And say, hey, don't forget my front. <laughs> you know, come on, man. <laughs> that ain't, that ain't, but, doing? What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, even if even if the woman is a date, and even if it's, you know, a, a, a situation where he's trying to have a romantic connection, that doesn't stop these type of accusations from happening, Right. Like at the end of the day, the only thing that the only way you could try to insulate yourself to some degree is do what Jason was talking about, where, hey, there are prostitutes lined up who are are actually performing these services for NFL players. You should go that route. But what if you wanted to be like, you know, someone who's not a professional, someone who's real? Now, you definitely shouldn't be going out here raping women. That's when you should go
2: to rehab therapy. That's when you got a
0: problem (laughs) That's an
2: that's SVU episode, bro. That's these motherfuckers. Like, no, she got the smell of hook all over. I, no, no, dog. He needs purity in this shit. Then that means you got an issue. That means you got... That means you need to be locked up. Plain or simple. If that's the case.
0: <laughs> hey, look. At the end of the day, uh, it is not clear at all that these accusations are actually true. True. That brother is... Has made it clear that he is going to clear his name and that they are true. spreading false information about him. I have refrained from going into some of the specifics that they have talked about as far as what they wanted from their services, because I believe that they're trying to spread information to d- defame the brother even more. And I don't want to be party to that until it becomes more clear that this is actually true. So all we can do Is Wait and see. But I felt like as for being a show with three black men, it would be wrong for these allegations to come out about and us not say anything. Us act like it's irrelevant or doesn't even exist. So I felt like we should at least speak on it. But nobody knows. We do not know anything yet. So I really hope we see. I
2: really do. I do,
0: too. I I hope at the end of the day. He's able to clear his name and that if it turns out that he's not true, I hope he sues all nine of them mm-hmm. and that he does in their massaging careers because this is messed up. This could potentially destroy him forever. But if it is true, that brother, he's got to face consequences for this because it's crazy. I tell can't you be going what, it, around it's, hard to people's syn- syn- careers.
1: it's hard to synchronize stories <laughs> with nine people and, and it almost makes it feel like it's true when it's, when it's something very specific like that massage therapist you know that's something
0: very specific five years ago ago you know five years ago i would have agreed with you but i don't think that's true anymore because i think this is a consistent uh uh theory that we've heard right that these people who rape a lot of times they rape the same way and so if you can find a guy and six women have all accused him of the same thing It's probably true because that's probably his pattern. That's probably how he does things. So to me, if you're going to falsely accuse a major figure of rape now, you need to have multiple people lined up and their stories need to be on at least some level the same because it shows, hey, this is a pattern. This is how this guy gets down. So honestly, when this kind of stuff happens, I don't. It doesn't make me feel like, oh, it's probably true anymore. Because we live in this Me Too era and some of these guys have been falsely accused. That's just a fact. Mm. Uh, so
1: the unfortunate mm, part is no matter what, he, he's the fame. His 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 name is is, is never yeah, gonna be the same at this point. Mud on it. You know, and yeah. I, I, like you guys say, I hope it's not true because I don't I don't want anyone to have ever been in that position. That the women are saying that they were in that position. I don't want anybody being in that position, and if he's being falsely accused, mm-hmm. I don't want that either. You know, and so it's mm-hmm. such a tough deal. But the fact <laughs> is, his name is 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 worse by the day. The longer this goes on, the worse it gets.
2: And and just to be to play it from that side too, if it is true, all I can only hope for is the healing for these women. Uh, whatever it is they went through and whatever it is caused them pain and you know, what it they, they go through mentally when it comes to being assaulted in this particular fashion, I can only hope that they get the help that they need. And I hope they're able to get past
0: it and move through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I, what I hope for the most is real reconciliation because what I hate to see is when these stories come out, And there's just never really a definitive answer Mm. because it's all just public opinion. Mm -hmm. It's all just speculation. There is no real court legality. There is no real court case. There is no finality to it. And so I just hope that we get a final clear answer and then everybody can hopefully move on with their lives. I think at the end of the
2: day it's going to end up getting settled out of court.
1: Well, if all this is true, can we mention again how this is another case where the NFL just covers up this abuse? Mm. You know, now now did the course, NFL cover it up? Well, you know, I'm sorry. You can't tell me mm. your your famous quarterback that you have and it all of a sudden comes out when he's making waves like he is. I'm sorry. To me, this mm-hmm. sounds like if this is true mm-hmm. and it happened, it sounds like the NFL did whatever they could to cover it up and keep it on the on the on the on the down low for now. Hush. And now that he's made these waves, they said, well, we're just not going to put that effort into stopping this anymore. What come, what may. Mm -hmm. And and to me, this is another example where the NFL, when it's convenient for them, will look the other way on players who might be doing wrong and abusing people. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But again, like we said, we don't know what's true. And what is it? And we don't know the scope of these other allegations from these other six women as well. We haven't we don't know yet. So. Right.
0: Right. So we'll see. We'll see, brothers. Hopefully there is some sort of resolution. All right. I want to thank all of you for joining us here at SJH Man Cave. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Remember that you can hear this and other episodes on all your major podcast platforms. We're on YouTube at SJH Man Cave. Once you're there, please hit that subscribe button, like, and leave a comment. You can also like, share, and follow us on Facebook at SJ's Podcast Family and at SJH Man Cave. I would like to thank my two fellow casters, Jason and Hudson, for keeping it real. Until next time, this is your host, Samori, signing off.